everybody. Welcome to the Homeworkies podcast. We are really excited today to be talking about our final weekend of holiday films from Hallmark Channel. We did it. We made it through. It's so amazing. It has been a lot of work, but it's been great. Very joyous. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner. And today I'm really thrilled to have with me as my guest to talk about these films Journalist Filiana Ng is here again. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to you know close out the the holiday movie season. Yeah, yeah. I, we last had you in to talk about the summer movies, and I, I I think we were both pretty amazed at just the announcement of the the movies that Hallmark was going to do and now that we've we've watched them all uh, how do you feel like they did as a whole on this season do you think uh they they you think they had a pretty good season i think they had a really strong season especially after the conversation the conversations surrounding diversity and inclusivity and just you know expanding the breadth of stories right that we see in their movies um, I thought they did a pretty good job. I know the turnaround was really, really quick, but I think that they really are trying to, you know, at least uh, listen to the viewers and to kind of what people want to see uh, represented on Hallmark because they are the premier destination for these holiday programming, right? So um, I think they did, a, I think it was a pretty strong overall season. I don't know. How, how did you feel? I completely agree. I mean, there's really only three that I really disliked and would not want to, <laughs> would not watch again unless I had to. Okay. Um, I mean, for the most part, like I have ones that are pretty low that I thought were fine and I enjoyed. And, and then of course, a whole bunch that I really, really, really loved. Yep. I, I gave a very rare perfect score, uh, which oh uh, to one movie, yeah, a perfect score. That's very rare. Uh, to deliver by Christmas, I just loved that movie, nice. and uh, and yeah, I loved the diversity. I thought for the most part it was effortless and and uh, and just added to the added to the complexity and the joy of the films. And uh, I I thought they did a good job, and it's a great first kind of step there. And it's going to be exciting to see what they do next and. I'm just amazed that they pulled it off. I think it's incredible. Mm -hmm. There's no other network or studio that even comes close to this year to producing. I mean, what Lifetime and Hallmark has have done is absolutely amazing. <laughs> it's just incredible. It's stunning. The fact that I think Hallmark had 40, right? And then Lifetime had, yeah, uh, had over 30. 30. I mean, just mm -hmm. those two networks in just overall, like the fact that most of them were filmed, you know, under quarantine lockdown, like this is, it's, it's very impressive. Like not even speaking to the quality of the production and the stories and all of that. Um, the fact that it was, they were completed. Yeah, <laughs> is, it's unbelievable. You know, it's a feat in itself and it should be commended no matter, yeah. no matter what you think of, of these movies, you know? Yeah, so I I completely agree. I'm and I know that that Lifetime had a lot of acquisitions, a lot of purchases, uh, but uh, but uh, the, the this year for 2020 for Hallmark they will have made 
almost 80 films they will have released. And some of those were older films that then they released and things like that. But nevertheless, that's just incredible in the year of a pandemic that they released 80 films. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so they did a great job. And <laughs> I thought they ended on a pretty strong weekend. I there there are two that I wasn't a huge fan of, but I didn't like hate them. Um, and then two that I enjoyed more. Okay. Uh, and uh, but overall, I thought it was a pretty strong weekend. I yeah, I agree with you. I mean, they had four. I actually genuinely enjoyed all four I didn't particularly dislike any of them uh obviously I have my favorite and it's probably different from yours uh but I thought you're correct they did end on a pretty high note and um with these uh, this this kind of uh these these four movies that they decided to close out their season with um so yeah yeah so all right well let's talk about the first film that aired on saturday on homework channel this is christmas carousel this stars rachel boston and neil bledsoe Mm -hmm. and uh, this is uh, when lila is hired by the royal family of marcadia to repair carousel she must work with the prince to complete it by Christmas. And I think it actually ended up being Ancadia An- 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 or something. Ancadia. Yeah, so, exactly. So the IMDb is wrong. <laughs> it's, not, it's not accurate. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so we've seen a lot of royal movies from Hallmark. We are, had one royal holiday already yeah. this season. And so uh, overall, what did you think about this this film? I mean, okay, so my personal thing with royal movies, royal holiday movies, is I will always be intrigued. Just just like the royalty aspect of it, I will always be like, okay, I, I want to know if this is good. And um, and so it's like a personal, those are like personally my, my most intriguing kind of fascinations. But this one was interesting. I thought it was fine. Uh, the... the there's a there's a lot that comes with having these royal holiday movies and a, a big part of it is the accent mm-hmm. <laughs> for me uh and this one i i don't know about i i just wasn't quite sure about the accent, about his accent? Um, yeah it, it, i love neil bledsoe i've seen him in uh-huh. other things but yeah sometimes i was just not feeling it uh <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, for the most part, was okay with the accent, but I, uh-huh. I think it does hurt it a little bit that One Royal Holiday was so good. So this good. we already had, like, so you have that to compare it to. Exactly. And, and this was not on that level. The thing that I, I guess I, I, I mean, I love, I love Neil. I love Rachel. They're just luminous and lovely and, and great. <laughs> and I thought they in general had pretty good chemistry. My main issue with the film and why it was just kind of like, eh, it was fine, but I didn't love it is because I felt the script was pretty weak in that it failed to give them any like meaningful conflict in the script there. Like I've never seen a Royal movie where ev- almost everybody was approving of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Like even point. his ex, you like, you kind of expect maybe the ex, to, right. or the other woman to be like 
kind of catty and and you know how dare you take my man kind of you know what i mean like you kind of expect a little bit of that uh and there was like a tiny bit from the king at the very beginning but pretty quickly he's you know he blesses their relationship and we got to about an hour into the movie and i'm like i feel like this movie's over everybody yeah where's (laughs) like i feel like this movie should be ending and there's still another hour of course with ads but still i'm just like they've all agreed okay (laughs) and so when she all of a sudden decide decides that he's going to get engaged i was just like what where did that come from everything was going so well Mm -hmm. and why didn't you just have a conversation with him like if i was going to get if i thought i might get engaged to a prince i might ask a few questions before leaving like that (laughs) yeah i mean i feel like but that's like the crux of a lot of these conflicts for Hallmark movies. Anyway, it's just, if you just had the conversation, you wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. So I don't quite understand what, you know, that's, that's literally a lot of, it's like the, it's the majority of a lot of these movies, right? That's the main conflict. If you just had that conversation, you wouldn't have this issue. Or if you just stayed like a a minute longer and actually listened to the end of that conversation that you're eavesdropping on, you wouldn't have this like conflict in the first place. So it's a lot of that. Um, But I guess usually in these Royal movies though, there's usually somebody who is against the union, right? Like Jane Seymour and the Lacey Chabert one, or, uh, or even in one Royal holiday, it was more like he was worried about disappointing the people. Which is a valid concern when you're a prince mm -hmm. and an heir to a whole country. I completely get it. And, Uh, there wasn't really even any of that here. And so mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just, it made the movie kind of boring to me because there just well, was no, there was no like conflict. There was no, it was like Cinderella with no conflict. Was, was the conflict something to do with, you know, the king disapproving of the, you know, her not being of a certain like, he did for about, he so did the very he did it he did it at the very beginning but he pretty quickly came around I'm, I'm grasping at straws here i don't know that, <laughs> that that to me was like okay he doesn't like that she's like commoner and um mm-hmm. you know the art school thing that you know the prince wants yeah. to go move forward with doesn't seem to be kind of something he is into or something but you are correct they they resolve all that relatively quickly and painlessly at the very end um mm-hmm. i mean the speaking to the the other woman uh, margaret i think her name is i mean i do appreciate the fact that she kind of was like you know it's just not gonna work out like we're just friends or something mm-hmm. and history i did appreciate that on a you know mm-hmm. woman to woman kind of level like okay yeah. there's no you know cat fights or whatever like that's refreshing but yeah you are correct in that there barely was you know an issue at the end of the day that yeah and so it starts out she they get hired to restore the carousel Mm -hmm. at yeah, in this country and in Cadia, and she knocks him over uh, off the ladder. And I mean, I loved the scene; it was so cute. But it was really cute. I also, I just thought, if I was going to work on a royal carousel, I would probably look in, look at, 
up, look what up the print looks like. The print. There's a lot of like you didn't Google when you stepped on the plane. Yeah, <laughs> that would probably be good. Uh, and and she finds out that he's 100 percent single. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I thought he was charming in this. And I mean, I've been looking forward to him doing another homework movie because I I really enjoyed his one with Danica mm-hmm. a while back, uh, coming home for Christmas or something like that. Anyway, and so then you have this little side romance between her dad and the house manager at the palace, which was kind of cute, I thought. Oh, yeah. I love that kind of B Mm -hmm. story. Like, I really Mm -hmm. wanted... I was happy that they actually kind of had a little bit of an arc, you know? Uh, Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's really sweet. And um, that was nice. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was cute. It was cute. And so there's this whole thing with this art school... Mm-hmm. And he's worried as the prince is worried that he's going to have to give up his art in order to be king. And, you know, now the royal family, they they spend most of their time fundraising for different causes. And so I would think that you could actually work in arts pretty easily into the royal family. I know overthinking it, but I'm just saying that I think <laughs> You're really, you're, really thinking, you're really thinking about this. Wow. Uh, I didn't go that far into my thoughts with the art school stuff. I was just like, I'm going with whatever they're, they're selling. Yeah. Me. I'm, I'm not going to. Like I said, it probably hurt the yeah. fact that we'd already had a, such a great yes. royal movie. Yes. Already. Mm-hmm. So you had something to kind of compare it to, which his motivations were so well done in that, you know, and he was really worried about giving the speech and, motivating people and 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 he had the whole motivation with his father and they who passed away and uh, so i think that that it's hard when you have that to compare to but um uh the it was a cute scene when the king says that he's proud of him and and uh that he gives him his blessing that was a nice father-son moment mm-hmm. yeah i agree it was touching. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I do agree. Uh, I do agree, though, in that one royal holiday really kind of set the bar in terms of yeah. this season's holiday or royal holiday mm-hmm. uh, kind of movies uh, mm-hmm. because that one was so well done. And the stakes were a lot higher in terms of every decision he was making was there were going to be ramifications for them and real consequences for him and the family mm-hmm. and the country as a whole. Yep. Here it felt very small in comparison mm-hmm. to the issues that he was forced to make in that movie. So yes, yeah. I'm seconding everything that you're saying. <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> Basically, I, I don't okay, know. <laughs> um, I, I didn't understand why he decided after he gets the blessing from his dad, why he decided to call and invite Margaret to the gala. It uh, seemed kind of out of nowhere. I think, uh, wasn't it because... Didn't uh, she, oh gosh, I am blanking on her name. Uh, uh, Lila. Lila. Didn't she say something to him that I, um, that kind of was like, oh, uh, maybe she's not on the same page as I am. Didn't they have a conversation after that? I think well, I thought it was, maybe it was, it, uh, maybe it was before. Yeah, maybe it was before, but I was thinking it was, 
because she's trying to decide whether she's going to take this job or not. And uh, and then when she finds out that she's that he has invited Margaret to the gala, she somehow then jumps immediately to he's going to announce their engagement, which I was like, where did that come from? I don't know. You know what? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I was confused. Uh, then they had the Coventry Carol that they sang, which I thought was mm-hmm. nice. That was really, that was a really nice scene. I really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, and it was, I thought it was different. Um, yeah. So that was a really but, nice highlight. But yeah, you're absolutely right that, that this is definitely a rom-com staple of if you just had a five minute conversation. Yes, you would not everything have everything. <laughs> everything would have been fine and there would have been no issue and you would have been happy. So yeah. But, you only have yourself to blame. <laughs> like the main conclusion yeah. from that, but um, yeah, and yeah. everything, of course, turns out in the end. He goes on the wishing horse, makes his oh, wish, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that was nice, and uh, and then uh, they end up. She's going to get the job there, and her dad is going to be the royal carousel restorer. Like, caretaker which doesn't <laughs> actually sound that enticing of a position for right i mean was I, I, I just one who felt a little like i would be i would feel a little shafted uh well i, I mean that. i i just wouldn't think you'd be all that busy i mean how many carousels that's do true. they have that's that's very and, that, yeah just the one probably <laughs> and they were able to restore that in a matter of like 10 days so yeah like a week and a half. so what are you supposed what I, I but i just felt like ooh, i don't know if that's enough but i mean okay <laughs> sure <laughs> going with it yeah so yeah we give <laughs> one to five crowns so what would you give a christmas carousel um i would give it maybe two and a half out of five <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was fine. I, I enjoyed that it was a royal movie. I I the accent, you know, I don't know. Some sometimes I was just not feeling it. Uh, other times it was fine. The accent for me is like a big deal <laughs> when it comes mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. these royal movies because sometimes it just makes absolutely no sense. Um, but yeah, I I I think two two and a half crowns for me. Yeah, I'm the same. I mean, for me, it was just a little boring. I actually even like dozed off for a second had to rewind because i fell asleep (laughs) it was just a little dull to me because there just wasn't can i be i I think it's it's probably hurt by the fact that i have seen so many royal Mm -hmm. of these royal movies i've i mean so like the average viewer who hasn't seen like 50 of these things would probably be more engaged by it (laughs) but uh but yeah what were you gonna say can i i I yeah. don't want to say this because it's a little embarrassing, but I also fell asleep <laughs> in the middle of this one movie. So clearly yeah. there's something about this movie that I just wasn't feeling. Yeah. I, I, I missed about like 15 minutes, I want to say. Yeah, I, I hear you. It was a little slow for me. So yeah, I love I love Rachel and Neil. So that gets mm-hmm. 2.5, but, but I'm yeah. with you on that score. So... All right, let's talk about Swept Up by Christmas. So this was the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries film on Saturday. And this stars Lindy Booth and Justin Bruning 
And it's an antique seller and a cleaner clash over how to downsize a magnificent estate right before Christmas. As the two uncover the house's treasures, they find a way to reconnect the reclusive owner with his own Christmas's past. And I'll tell you first, kind of my overall thoughts about this movie. So I thought that this movie went was pretty pretty boring before the everything that happened to get ready for the auction mm-hmm. was not interesting to me like the, when the, when you have these movies that they're just like planning a party or an event that's not interesting to me like it's just so like corporate and so like planning something it's just boring to me and but once the event happened and then everything kind of post auction the third act of this movie saved it for me like the last 20 minutes 20 uh 20 or so minutes i thought it once you're dealing with the the reunification of him with his daughter and everything involving the veterans and you know just all of that stuff was really good but for me all of the planning was just not interesting and the debate about how to how to clean the and organize the house i was just like what why are i don't know so i but i i did really like some of those moments especially towards the end uh and i like i like lindy booth and i like justin um but i didn't think they had the best of chemistry i felt like this is this is one that almost would have been better without even a romance between the two uh, oh, I, I felt almost more i felt almost more invested in this in the b romance with the veteran and, and the friend yeah. than i did for for oh, wow. lindy and justin personally uh but yeah so it's a it's a middle movie for me because i felt, felt like it ended really well but mm-hmm. I don't know. Just I just don't love party planning movies. It's not my favorite. There was a lot of house talk. So yeah, yeah I agree. Really a was. lot of a lot of house house things that I just wasn't really interested in. Uh so I do agree with you there in that, you know, it's just not interesting, you know, seeing characters talking about, oh, we have to do this and do that yeah, and get goodness. ready for this thing. And oh my gosh, we need this to find this one thing and this is a 17th century thing that we we must sell. It's like, okay, I, I just don't. Yeah. It's me a little bit. Yeah, it's like um, whenever they would go back to the veteran, mm-hmm. uh, to Mike and Vanessa, then it was like, so it was good and it was something interesting. But when it's just like antique road show, <laughs> it felt like oh, it's really it's not, not interesting. And and I guess he was involved because he was hired as a, he, he was to clean and organize the house. And she was, yeah. she was hired to pray to appraise all the yeah. stuff, which mm-hmm. I don't understand why she didn't just hire a crew. You know I, what I, I mean? Know. Like, does she do all of these, these appraisals all by herself? It seemed like she worked for a, a company. And so you'd think that they would have more than just one human there to appraise it's a hallmark and, don't worry about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, i got it <laughs> but i i just it wasn't engaging me in the in the kind of the story or the romance so that's when my mind starts to kind of wander and wonder about some of these things um but yeah i 
just it just wasn't that interesting and she'd had like a bad experience with him in the past didn't enjoy working with Mm. him this was like the first job that he ever had outside when out of the military and yeah i i just i really did like mike and vanessa they were they were really cute and i guess mike was played by uh, a Paralympian, Joshua Cassidy is his name. Oh, nice. Yeah, three-time Paralympian. I think the reason why we're so intrigued by the B story is because we haven't seen a lot of those stories before in these movies. And so naturally we're, I mean, I was definitely intrigued myself about their story and kind of uh Mike's story just his background like what happened I would I would have loved more time with them um because I thought they were really sweet and um we don't see a lot of that represented currently in in these movies so I think that was maybe why we were so uh we latched on to that more than the main storyline I mean I do I do agree I like I love Lindy Booth and I think Justin Bruning is so great but um you know house it's just a lot of house like it's too much house yeah too (laughs) much i agree a lot of just who cares who cares about the prep work about you know like honestly like i just felt i feel terrible thinking that sometimes but um you know it it, their their chemistry wasn't it wasn't like sizzling it wasn't it didn't save it uh necessarily so um yeah i agree and so they, they have the they had the s'more people. What did you think about that? Melting them down. The s'more, the s'more people. You know how they had those. They made this. The marshmallows look like snowmen. Oh, and then I they were like, missed that part because I completely <laughs> did not yeah. think about I was like, that. You, it, it made it kind of look kind of. You see the the the, the marshmallow <laughs> melting down. I'm like, it's kind of a grisly sight to be seen but um that was funny to me and so, sure so gwen finds out that that the grumpy old man who owns the mansion that he has not been uh communicating with his daughter for a long time his daughter uh isla i think was her name mm-hmm. yeah. and he, they find this tree topper and that's special antique tree topper that was part of his wife's collection and uh, so gwen is originally going to sell it and they're going to get like twenty thousand dollars or something for it and she just can't do it and so she stops and she tells the old man she says you need to contact uh, isla and so then they have this reunification with father and daughter and that was my favorite part of the film yes it was mm-hmm. it was good it was good i that 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 tree chopper was supposed to be i know it's supposed to be antique right from like they were saying like what the 17th century or mm-hmm. something like that yeah like, something i mean like come that. on it didn't look old uh <laughs> <laughs> so i just kept thinking yeah. like i would not be touching that so much if i were you if it's yeah i forget when they <laughs> I did they say it was that old? It's like I, I, like, I swear it was like really old or something, oh. or maybe I just made that up in my head. But I just remember <laughs> them saying it's antique, it's really old. Like, yeah, 
I was thinking like I was worried but it was supposed to be and um I for some reason I was thinking it was like from the 1930s or, oh, or maybe or but I don't know I could have years. Like years. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like because they didn't even celebrate Christmas really that much no. back then no, 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 no. but um but in the uh certainly did in 1920s but um but anyway it was old and it was just sort of a means to it but yeah it didn't look very oh. old or very expensive I'll get I'll agree with oh. you there <laughs> <laughs> I did like I did like the message of you know that moment when Gwen is giving him the or, uh, the tree topper back after the auction. I did like the message of you know some things are worth holding on to as you know mementos for memories for people who are you know are gone yeah. or that you've lost that that just remind you of them. I really like that message of that scene. So I really thought that they really did a good job of communicating that through that moment and you're absolutely correct the you know reunion between um uh father and daughter was definitely a highlight um and you really felt that i think uh through mm-hmm. the screen so i thought they, they did a really good job of of wrapping that part of the story up too yeah and then mike and vanessa are going to not only get together but they're going to move to california they're going to run the the business in california so that reed was his name can stay and him and gwen can be together and i i that was nice it was i was more probably more excited that mike and Vanessa were gonna be together than i was but um i don't know i feel like it's been a long time since i've since lindy booth has has had one of these that i've loved i mm-hmm. loved rocky mountain christmas the first one i saw with her and i don't know for some reason i feel like she keeps missing for me and uh and I, I really do enjoy her. So I don't know. I feel like she's had some bad luck with just not the best scripts. And uh, I don't know. But I, it, wasn't, it wasn't awful. I didn't hate it, but mm-hmm. it just wasn't, yeah. wasn't the best. I, uh, I give this one 2.75 rounds. <laughs> okay. okay. I liked it a little bit better than Carousel. I, I did like the end where, you know, Reed didn't take the job to, you know, expand the company out on the West Coast. Because I feel like a lot of times we don't see the guy making that decision mm-hmm. to stay put. It's a lot. Most of the time, it's the, the woman mm-hmm. making that decision right in these movies. And I like that he made that decision. So she didn't have to be faced. She didn't have to, you know, face that. Yeah. That kind of awkwardness of what the yeah what do we do now after so i did I, like that i appreciated that yeah. i was saying um, on twitter the other day that all these people just need to just need to be able to move the movie yeah. solves all of their problems <laughs> like Seriously? if i fall no, if i found the love of my life i i have no problem moving and i hate moving <laughs> it's not that yeah. anyway um, uh, so what will you give it oh man i mean I'd, I'd give it about a 2.5, same as the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. It was it was average. I, I enjoyed it. I liked it when I was watching it, um, but I don't, it, it wasn't anything special uh, for me, which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. I do like Justin a lot. I do like Lindy a lot. 
Um, so maybe just the combination wasn't there for them with the script and the story and, uh, all that. So, so then we have project Christmas wish. This was on Mm -hmm. Hallmark movies and mysteries. And this is Amanda Shule, Travis Van Winkle. And uh, it's for years, Lucy has played Santa to her small town's community by making their holiday wishes come true. But when Lucy grants a little girl's wish for Christmas, like she used to have with her mom, she unexpectedly finds her own wishes coming true in life and love. So what was your overall thoughts about this one? I actually really enjoyed this one. Um, Maybe I was in a, a sentimental mood when I was watching it. Uh, or, but I really genuinely loved it. Uh, I thought I love Amanda Schull anyway, just in general with her career and, and seeing what she's been doing. And I love Travis. I know he had a really good, um, he was in a really good Hallmark movie, I think with Bridget Reagan a couple years ago. Oh yeah. That one was, was great. Christmas really, getaway. Really good. So I feel like he has kind of a hold on just, he's just really good at, at just bringing to life certain characters that he plays in these movies. So I really genuinely love this movie a lot. Um, And I I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people who agreed with you. In fact, one of our co-hosts, Carrie, she said it was being her top five of the whole season. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, She loved it. It, I don't know. I got really, I, I teared up at times. I thought it, it's a Hallmark uh, movies and mysteries. So it's going to be a little bit deeper than the, you know, romantic kind of comedy of the Hallmark channel movies. Right. So I like that it really dealt with grief and loss and trying to move on and um, all those kind of bigger, deeper themes that, that um, Hallmark movies and mysteries uh, films kind of touch on that maybe Hallmark channel kind of glosses over if that makes any sense and I really thought a lot of the issues that they brought up were very valid and it's all very real and honest issues that people go through and it's just kind of real life so um and the chemistry was just great like I but you know I I was it was a it was a very easy sell for me because I just love those two actors anyway separately so them together in this movie uh, was a very easy sell and, and I, I quite enjoyed it. I think this movie has some nice moments. <laughs> I I just really did not like her and her character. Okay. I thought that she was too pushy about pretty much everything. And I was just kind of like, leave them alone. Let them live their life. Like I especially was really annoyed with her about how she kept butting in on her friend's proposal you know, and, and he just wants to keep it simple. And she's like, no, you got to do this. You got to do this. And, and then at the end, when like, it's his big moment, it's his big thing. (laughs) And, but, and then it ends up being all of her, all for her. And he ends up showing, Lucas ends up showing her this huge gesture. And so that she can have the spotlight. And I'm just kind of, I don't know. I just found her very annoying to me and i felt like there were so many times when i was just wanted to be like just stop you're you're Mm -hmm. uh you know you're too pushy you're too pushy with lucas trying to get him to go to the singles thing and getting involved in this christmas wish and and all this stuff and making he's the christmas dad he obviously doesn't want to be the christmas dad and yet you're pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and and i don't know and so that hurt the chemistry for me because i really didn't like her and uh and there were a couple things though I did like 
and I want to talk about things that you liked as well. Um, the the so you haven't started where basically the traditions have gone because they lost the 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 mother and so the little girl was really cute and uh she's she, you know she's kind of your child matchmaker uh, mm-hmm. that you have in some of these in sort of a la sleepless in seattle kind of a, a little bit of a feel uh, situation and uh, I liked that you know he's the he's the Christmas dad and then he's eligible in Elmhurst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're catchy. It's catchy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, my favorite part of the whole movie was the life size ging- life size gingerbread house. I thought that was really fun. I agree. I love that. I like had never. I don't know. If, I'm sure other movies have done that before, but I had never seen it. Mm-hmm. In a Hallmark movie, and I thought that was genius. Yeah. What a it was genius! Cute. It was really cute, and yeah, adorable, and yeah. Absolutely. The closest I can think of was the um, Tia Maori, the mm. but that was actually like baked gingerbread, like gingerbread house. Yeah, this was out of cardboard and stuff, and, and right. to me that was that would be a really fun craft i feel like to do oh my gosh totally (laughs) with kids i think Mm -hmm. they'd have a blast (laughs) yeah totally and another thing that i really liked it was very unusual so lucy asks uh or uh yeah so the little girl's name was max Mm -hmm. so so max asks lucy what she can do to to not feel sad uh, or something like that and i kind of liked that lucy especially with how pushy i felt like she was that she was like can i get back to you on that i want to think it over and i'm like that's an unusual answer like like most of the time in these kinds of movies they have like the perfect reply the answer is right yeah the perfect you know almost that you could put on a greeting card kind of response mm-hmm. so i i thought that that was actually kind of refreshing that she was like let me think it over and get back to you <laughs> that was good yeah i love that moment because i feel like that is very real too because it's i'm sure she hasn't had to really think about it like like that like no one has really asked right that question before so i i've thought that that whole story that little side story where they were, you know, getting closer about over, you know, how do you move on from losing somebody, like losing a parent and stuff. Like, I thought that was really lovely. Um, yeah. And I thought they did a really good job of, of um, zeroing in on that. Um, and I, I definitely agree with you. Um, I thought yeah. that was a, a, a great kind of, it added like depth to uh, the story as a whole, that this isn't just, you know, p- two people falling in love and or being you know matched up by a a child there's like more there's more behind this than than just that and it reminded me of last year with two turtle doves which was such a good film and and that scene when uh when the little girl says i didn't know i was allowed to be sad Mm -hmm. i don't know if you remember that but yeah but in in this one it's it was a similar kind of kind of moment and uh, then she says after the next day or whatever, uh, when they're building the gingerbread house, she she says to her uh, that uh, sadness shouldn't go away because it's an important part of life. And it kind of reminded me of uh, in um, Inside Out, 
you know, that oh my God. Riley yeah. learns about sadness and the sadness is important. Yeah, and how it's necessary for you to feel joy and understand um, joy in a different way. Yeah. I, I thought that was a really great answer for her to give, um, mm-hmm. give Max. I thought that that was, I mean, that, that is like wisdom that any, any person of any age can use. Yeah. Just sometimes like you just need a reminder, like it's okay to feel sad. Like you, sometimes you just need to kind of be in that, uh, have that feeling for a bit. Just to well, And I think especially with kids, I mean, I'm not a parent or anything, but I feel like we get very uncomfortable if kids are, are sad or we're quick to kind of even maybe call it bratty or, or difficult or whatever. Uh, but allowing kids to uh, express all the feelings that they have, I think is very healthy and very good. And so she ends up planning this gathering for the singles to try to help Lucas. And they, they have a nice dance together, which mm-hmm. I liked. I love when they have a good dancing scene <laughs> and uh, and then they kiss yeah. and he apologizes for the kiss and 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 so then she's really confused and i kind of wish the only thing i didn't like about the dance is that i it was a blue dress because i don't really like it when they have black dresses for christmas mm-hmm. movies but i would have liked it more if it had been a red dress right for the for the like visual and the symbolism of that yeah i would have yeah, liked it if it yes. was <laughs> for a red, I would have preferred it to be a red dress or a green dress, but mostly a red no, dress. <laughs> it's, blue is better than than better than know, black, black or gray or, or whatever. So yeah, it is better than than uh, than black. But but uh, but it was cute because her mom had made her the dress, and so that yeah. was that was nice. And the dress kind of had a it, it was a little short. I felt like it should have been a little longer. <laughs> but it's nitpicking. I didn't notice, but yeah, uh, I, I, <laughs> I think way too much attention to these dresses. No, but, uh, but anyway, um, but I liked the dance. I thought it was nice, and if, but then he apologizes for the kiss, and then the, she's mm-hmm. super confused. Like, what is wrong? Did I do something wrong? Did I kiss badly, or what? Like, she's upset about it, and so then he goes and talks to his dad, and then he feels better about things and uh, then we get the whole proposal scene which i did not like i was just like why are you butting in let them let them do it the way they want to do it we all have like we all know that person in our lives where they just want to try and make it as great as possible in 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 their minds and their own heads right so and it's usually doesn't it usually doesn't align with like your vision or that other person, whatever it, we all have that person. It's all like yeah. good intentions. Yeah. So, um, but you know, it, yeah. it's, it's fine. I feel like it's just her personality, but I, I can see, I can see how someone would uh, view her as being a little bit too aggressive in, um, you know, everything that she yeah. does. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, you're taking over. Now you're getting all the big gestures for yourself. And I was just, but she yeah. didn't expect it. So it's whatever. It's fine. Like I, I, at that point I was like, well, the thing about the proposal that kind of bummed me out a little bit was that I liked that it was low key. I liked that it was on kind of their terms. Right. Um, yeah. I liked how simple it was, but then it's like, I think it's Lucas 
who comes in, right? And is like, mm-hmm. they just got engaged. And literally two seconds later, you're yeah. there asking for help. Like, can they have a moment? Right. Me I, mean, too. Just, I didn't like that. They just didn't. And the friends were like, fine with it strangely like it's like I would not be okay with that I'd be like excuse me leave me alone like can you can we please have a moment like the whole (laughs) friend proposing part of this movie was just a miss for me I didn't uh yeah yeah and they find out that the project wish is funded for the whole year so she's gonna be able to keep doing that and uh and then uh, they decide to, you know, they're going to be together. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's the happy ending. And so, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I was too hard <laughs> on this movie, but <laughs> it's just kind of, uh, sometimes it's just a character just won't jive with you. Right. And you have and that's a hard totally time fine. with it. That's yeah. totally fine. Like, not everything is going to be a win uh, for everyone. Right. But I, and, I, just, I just really liked... Yeah. I just really bought into the story. Um, and I, I like that they both had stuff going on. Like they were not perfect at all. Uh, like none yeah. of their, they were very, they had issues. They had problems. They were, they had made mistakes. Um, they had a past. I really like that. I like that yeah. they weren't this perfect kind of human, that they weren't perfect human beings who just found each other at like the right time. And that was kind of the end of that. Like it was a, l- a lot more complicated than, than that. And I, I appreciated that. Um, yeah, I can see that. So what would you give it one to five? Um, I would give it maybe like a 3.5. Out of okay. Five. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to give it a 2.5, which is the same that I gave Christmas Carousel. <laughs> But I did like certain parts about it. It was really just the one character. Um, but yeah. it wasn't boring like Christmas Carousel. So, eh. <laughs> they have their pluses oh, and minuses, wow. I guess. Oh, goodness. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't bored with it, at least. Uh, yeah. With this there one. Were, so, anyway. There were, there were some fun, there were some fun lines, like, um, and... Uh, I thought that whoever wrote the dialogue was kind of spot on with a lot of those, like, yeah. when they dropped the words of wisdom, I thought, like, oh, this is, like, something that you would see on a Hallmark card. This is perfect. <laughs> yeah. um, so they, like, there was one quote that I wrote down that I don't know, I, I don't remember who says it, um, that said, love doesn't end, it just changes form. I was like, oh, my God, that is yeah, genius. That's a good, that is a good thing to, for someone to say, I don't know. It's just stuff like that. That really struck me that, um, no, I think I, no I totally, yeah, you make a good, you make a good case. All right. Well, let's talk about cross country Christmas. Okay. So this has Rachel Lee Cook and Grayson Holt and directed by Catherine Sien. And it's written by Kristen, Kirsten Hansen. And, I have been kind of tough on Kirsten Hansen on this podcast because I I particularly don't tend to care for the way that she handles conflict in her stories. I feel like a lot of times I feel very frustrated with the way the characters make choices. And I, I particularly, I'm not a fan of Chesapeake Shores and oh, in the way that... Uh, sorry. <laughs> just sorry. Being honest. And uh so and she's just had a lot of misses for me. And uh-huh. I was very skeptical about this film. And especially because last year 
their her movie last year i really didn't care for christmas on my mind mm-hmm. and anyway so i am not somebody who holds a grudge or anything i want these movies to be good and i want to be able to praise these people i don't have any beef against kirsten i just haven't particularly preferred mm-hmm. some of her projects so I'm delighted to say that I really liked this movie. And maybe wow. I just need, maybe comedy is what works with me with her writing. And I mean, right. everybody has writers that you jive with more than other writers. That's just part of being human mm-hmm. is that we respond differently. And so I was so excited actually that I liked this movie because <laughs> I wasn't, ex- I, I was pretty skeptical in our preview show about it. And it's not perfect or anything, but overall, I thought it was pretty funny. And so the plot is, former classmates Lena and Max are traveling home for the holidays until a storm hits and they have to work together to make it in make it home in time, no matter the mode of transportation. And so earlier this season, they had a five-star Christmas, which was more of sort of a madcap yes. kind of silly uh, type of... Uh, type of movie and i was very happy that they did that but i didn't in the end really love the movie i mean it was fine didn't hate it but i i i didn't really like some of the character choices and some other stuff it was just wasn't my i I didn't feel like they completely pulled it off whereas this one i i really appreciate that they went for it in that comedy and making it more funny and i feel like it it paid off. I laughed quite a bit and just all of the antics from one situation to the next. And I thought that Rachel Lee Cook especially was really good. And she was just very funny and personable. And I liked her character and just like how excited she was about everything that (laughs) she'd be so excited when she got that van, the dog grooming van or just all along the way and she was just such a likable funny character and they didn't have like the greatest chemistry but it was good enough and and i i i liked both of them when he's got that tractor oh my gosh (laughs) that was funny to me i i love road trip movies because uh they're just placed in these the strangest like wildest situations they would never ever find themselves in that they could you know fathom so in that sense like it just makes for such great comedy like because you just you're just like they're like what the heck is happening like what what is going on and they're just caught off guard all the time which is just a domino effect and it's kind of great to kind of see them (laughs) dealing with that like all the like mishaps that happen along the way. So that's like one of my favorite kind of tropes when it comes to these like holiday movies is just, Oh my gosh, how, how what yeah. is, how, how are we caught on like a, a tr- uh, like a cargo train? Yeah, with that was so funny. Is, when, they, when, they, <laughs> when they jump onto the train yep. and there's mm-hmm. the cows there that made me laugh. Yeah. It was like, I would not be happy with this, but oh. in a movie, like it's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it was, so. it was really funny. And so, yeah, they start out, it was nice because they were both people living in the city, yeah. and but they didn't know that they lived next, they were literally even in the same restaurant. They didn't know it. And uh, so then they, they find each other at the plane and they get rerouted to ohio and 
so they they were both uh they were both uh leaving and trying to get to Colorado and they had known each other in the past but it's not like they had dated in the past mm-hmm. there's right? classmates and they had a little yeah, bit of a history as, as children like that's mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so they they start off with this this elf driver mm-hmm. uh, driver person and, <laughs> uh, and then they end up getting a ride from christmas tree farmer after they mm-hmm. help him with the delivery and they did a pretty good job i think working christmas into every element of the of the trip uh and uh, so that was fun and that yeah i died laughing when they jump on that train and it's got the cows in the I'm like, I would not be okay with this, but you know what? Like, sure. Yeah. That was, that was just, I, that, that was, was like, a, I put, I put stars next to that. Cause like in my notes, like, oh my yeah. God, what the heck is happening? Like I just major LOL. Uh. <laughs> it, was, it was so, and then, <laughs> I mean, I'm sure in reality, oh, they no, would not. have, like, they'd have yeah. tons of things leading up to it to make it so they yeah. realized that that's the cargo totally. train mm-hmm. but it worked it the way they did it it pulled it off and and then when the farmer finds them in the next morning and the two kids who were adorable by the way those t- were really cute kid actors and that was and a funny thing kind of like, it's like oh. what are you doing what are you doing in my in my cattle cargo thing it, it was, was really funny, funny and they were in missouri by then and so they go to the nativity play and mm-hmm. they sleep in bunk beds mm-hmm. and that's when she buys the dog grooming van and i just loved she was so excited about the van <laughs> i i you know what i one thing i do appreciate about the the movie and and her character especially is just like the simple things in life are yeah. what makes her genuinely joyful like i am completely here for that like i want to see yeah. characters genuinely happy about the simplest things and yeah that made me smile just because it was like she's happy so i'm therefore i'm happy because she's happy and i just like want to see her like thrive now like i want to see her like be like it's yeah so um but yeah, also Rachel, there i was just gonna say rachel lee cook is really good at the at the comedy so she, yeah, she's really good completely like in her wheelhouse of um the kinds of movies that she should be doing more of yes I'm more of this because she was really good in love guaranteed which i really yes. enjoyed love this it. year yeah mm-hmm. and because uh, she had done a bunch of the vineyard movies and those weren't that funny oh my god and, well, no, they're not like, funny but they're still yeah. i they're my favorite they're one of my favorite kind mm-hmm. of franchises i guess you would say i um, love the first one but okay. but you they, they didn't like they didn't monopolize off of that comedic you know potential yes. in those ones so it'd been no, a while no. on hallmark since we had seen her in a really you know like funny movie and i i think the first the autumn in the vineyard that one's pretty funny and but even her movie last year wasn't all that funny it was more sweet i think it was mm-hmm. on movies and mysteries blue ridge Inn or something like that something christmas like at that. blue ridge or whatever anyway uh it'd been a while is all i'm saying since we'd gotten this side of her in hallmark and i am mm-hmm. all for it please more of this that she was really funny oh, okay. and, yeah, it almost reminded me her character a little bit almost reminded me of like bringing a baby and Catherine mm-hmm. Hepburn. 
don't know yeah. if you've seen that, but yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. You're right. There's a lot <laughs> of similarities there. That. Yeah. Um, and so then the van breaks down, and she rushes off, and she breaks her shoe, yep. and then her you see her pair of boots. So, I mean, yeah. I get it. I get it. I understand. We all have that yeah. pair. I get it. <laughs> yeah. And then you see him coming up with his, his oh, that was uh, tractor. That was oh, so funny. funny to me. I- <laughs> the visual comedy in this is like just spot on. Like whoever, it, it's just perfect. Like every, yeah. every moment you're just like, what is happening here? How did they plot themselves yeah. in this situation? You're just getting weirder and weirder. <laughs> and they show up on the tractor uh, at his cousin's house. And it turns out they haven't been, they haven't seen each other for, or spoken since his father's funeral. And uh, they've, so there was that like kind of heart beneath yeah. uh, all of this and him kind of dealing with his grief and all this stuff. And then uh, she finally, uh, they finally get back on the road and uh, she ends up driving the whole through the night so that he can get back home mm-hmm. to be with his family. So that was very sweet. And then Lena's ex is there at Christmas, but, but they were not, like not interested in each other at all, which was kind of funny. He was just there for the food. He's like, <laughs> yeah, which was, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> um, and then, then uh, Max, they they have a toast to his dad, and he brings Lena uh, her luggage because it was delivered mm-hmm. to him. And uh, I thought it was really cute. He gives her the uh, the gifts. It's all the different mementos from each part of their trip. Mm-hmm. different things yep. that was really cute i thought that was nice mm-hmm. and then they they kiss and they're gonna be together and it's very exciting and <laughs> so i just i thought this movie really was was good i mean my expectations were pretty low going into it um but <laughs> yeah. i really enjoyed it and i give it a 4.25 crowns. oh wow okay mm-hmm. yep um i didn't enjoy it I didn't enjoy it quite as much as you did. Um, I thought it was, I still enjoyed it. I still loved it for the comedy. Um, I loved Rachel in this. I thought she was fantastic. Um, I wasn't feeling the chemistry necessarily between the two actors, uh, between her and and Grayson, uh, which was a a little bit of a bummer um, and a little bit of a letdown. But I mean, I, I, like I said before, I just love, you know, just movies that are centered around people who are str- who find themselves stranded in the middle of like the in the middle of nowhere. They're stranded somewhere together. They have to get to a, another destination, and they kind of you know they don't get along at first, and then eventually, as you know, on this trip, they like fall in love. I love those tropes, so or I like I like those kind of uh, the movies that are centered around that. So that had it. Um, that had that going for it, but, um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't any, I still, I still liked it. Um, so I don't, but I don't know if I would give it 4.25. That's okay. What would you get? (laughs) Um, I think three, three, three. (laughs) Okay. Great. It was Um, fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
great. Okay. Wonderful. Well, let us know if you are listening, what you think of these four movies, what would be your crown rating? We'd love to hear in the comment section or on Twitter. Please let us know. And Filiana, thank you so much for coming on and talking about them with us. We really appreciate it. And, uh, and how can people follow you on social media and read your uh, content and all that? Yeah, so um, I'm on Twitter. Uh, my handle is Inside the Tube. I tweet about all things TV and um, Hallmark and holiday movies. And uh, you can read some of my stuff at etonline.com. Great. And we'll have links for all that in the description section. So people definitely want to check it out. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So make sure to keep tabs on that. I'm going to be having my review of Wonder Woman 84 soon. It's going to be up on my on my uh, website. So make sure to check that out. And uh, thanks again. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Pod, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. That really helps us out a lot. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate that. We also have our patron group, which has tons of fun. And so uh, we really appreciate that support. And we have some fun stuff coming up and planned for January. So definitely a great time to sign up. We also have our merch store, which has tons of fun Hallmark and and Hardee's inspired merch. So check that out. And uh, thanks again for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Bye everyone. Merry Christmas. (laughs) 